Good evening. Welcome to Talking About Turtle, your one-stop shop to entourage slop. Seated for me across our great nation is my co-host, my co-creator, my co-lover, my co-friend, Eric. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here, baby bro. Uh, thank you, baby bro. Uh, so we're here. We did it. We made it to the top. We made it. Have we made it to the top, though? Because where is the top for us? We have a flow chart right here. Where are we going? We're going down. Oh, no, no. We want to go up, though. Oh, we're going up. Yeah. Why are we going down? Because we... There's we, we, one reason why. Well, we're diving down into the world of Entourage. That's true, but we want to go up. We want to go up figuratively. Yes. We're going down into Entourage, but we are going to climb out of the muck. We were born Shawshank Redemption style, and you know where we're going to be? Where? We're going to be sitting next to Vince himself, E, Turtle, and Drama, the whole gang. And Ari. He, he's, he can be invited. Um, because the mission statement of what we're trying to do here, ultimately, is to get enough of a listenership to attract the attention of the entourage, showrunners, family. producers, family. I think and, they call it family over there. Um, I think they call it family. And uh, we'd like to, you know, uh, not only are we do we want to re-explore the show to relive the magic of this uh, wonderful series. I, I want to go back to my childhood, have stars in my eyes again. Um, we saw stars in the episode. We watched it too. Just plenty of them. There are. Um, but in addition to re-experiencing uh, this lovely series, we do want to ultimately uh, attract attention and get invited to the Entourage premiere. So that's why. We, we know for sure this is going to happen. We're going to make it big. Yes. Uh, I mean, everything's just working out for us. We we got our little uh, our flow chart here. Number state prop, we got right, uh, Step number one. Talk about Entourage. Yes. Step number two. Success. Yeah, and step number three. Hanging with Turtle. Oh, yeah. So uh, there's nothing that could possibly go wrong here. We got it all figured out. We got it. But now, from here to the premiere, we got a nice big old set of Entourage disc, and we got plenty of Entourage to watch in the meantime. A lot of it's in front of us. We'll just have it surrounded by us, a nice little fortress. It's like the whole family's looking down upon us and smiling. There's a whole ocean of entourage beneath our feet, and we're the only ones who can get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Born back ceaselessly into the past of entourage. <laughs> um, so, uh, what was? how did you get into entourage? Uh, I remember specifically being a little boy. I was only 15 years old. When was the first season of entourage? It was 2004, right? 2004, I... the summer. Oh, I'm good. Uh, it was about a year after that when they put the DVDs into the libraries. And I'm a little boy, trying to be a big boy, going to the library, and I see before my eyes Entourage, season one. And I'm like, wow, HBO at the library. And I got stars in my eyes. I'm just like going to the library desk. Please, may I have this DVD set? For and a nickel? It. Nah, no, it's free. That's oh. how the libraries work in America. Oh. It's a great nation. Oh. Uh, and I, you know, I excuse the fact that there's like no names in this, just like four weirdos. Yeah, four, four And losers. you know what? I quite enjoyed it for a little boy. 
I think I was the correct age for this because sometimes the magic can be gone and you look past into the future. Um, yeah, that's that's about right. Though I I was a bit, I'm a you know a little older than you. I was about between eight. I forgot. I think I was nineteen or twenty when um when the pilot aired and I kind of caught it. Um, I caught the pilot. You know from 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 the get go. I was an OG. Um. So original entourage member. Ori- original entourage member. Um, what do we call those? The people who were originally there. Uh, OEs. OEs. Original entourage. OEs. Um, but uh, yeah, I was. I was. Uh, I liked the show. Um, at least early on, I was. A, I was a big fan of it. A, a, a vocal fan of it. Um, not so much a closet or, or guilty pleasure fan. Um, but I was. Um, I was pretty enthusiastic about it in those early uh, in those early years. I say I was a f- big fan up until I would say either I say probably after season four is when it began going. Oh, they don't know what they're doing anymore, do they? Yeah. Um, did you did you ever end up finishing it? No, I think I'm still four episodes short, you... and it's very rare for me to get that far into a show and just like I'm done. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, okay, can we just say we both did not enjoy the way the show went? I would say after season five, season six. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, um, I, I continue to watch it, and I think um, every day, I, every day, and multiple times, um, I continue to watch it. But after around season four, I became, you know, um, a little the magic more... was gone. The, this, the enchantment is wearing off. I continued watching, and it still wasn't the worst way to kill. 20 30 minutes like the episodes were breezy enough but um it, it, well season five had a really cool plot at least there was like something that was going on there you're like okay it's interesting where are you guys going with this then it ends and you're like oh no yeah no. that's yeah. the worst season finale by far uh i don't remember exactly what it was that's the one where we'll, we'll get to it no spoilers we'll get to it um but yeah, I mean, I continued watching the show, and and I enjoyed it okay enough in bursts. But I stopped really expecting the show to give me anything beyond some, you know, a, a couple of chuckles uh, and maybe a couple yeah. of good one-liners from from Ari. And uh, you know, I kind of gave and see up. A turtle for thirty minutes. You know, it's always a good thing. Yes, uh, I mean, as long as he's in there, I'm I'm okay with it. Jerry for I should tell the audience you are dressed in nines as turtle right now. You got your Yankee jersey on. You got your little Yankee hat on. Yep, I'm uh, I'm I'm representing uh, the venerable Jerry Ferrara, one of the fine actors of our time. All right, so um, let's get into the uh, pilot, Entourage pilot, which is called Entourage. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Uh, we begin with the sight of beautiful women, an Entourage staple. Yes. We don't care what they're saying, what they're thinking. But, my God, they are beautiful ladies. They're gorgeous. And after we're introduced to the beautiful land of Los Angeles and its inhabitants, we are introduced to the first entourage character we see on screen. Turtle. Turtle. What an introduction he has. Yep. Waddling his fucking way through the area. Like a fucking monster. It's a human piece of shit. It's like... Uh, We should say entourage uh, for... I know Turtle's a terrible character, but in the first episode, he is the worst person alive. Yeah, he just kind of storms through that parking lot, walking into that restaurant to meet up with the guys like a Godzilla in Los Angeles, but a misogynistic 
sexist one who kind yeah, of just storms the, through and he's the Godzilla misogyny snarling and drooling at these women gawking at them well should we just say the greatest line of the episode slash the worst line of the episode what's that which is uh this uh come down uh, what's it called comeuppance no uh come back I guess retort not even a comeback they even asked for it it was just an insult yes uh these two girls say to Vince oh Vince why are we not on the list why don't we get invited and Turtle replies, not even turtling his head back to look them in the eyes at the piece of shit he is. He can't even look them in the eyes and say this to him. He says, because you're not hot enough, honey. Yeah, and, and dis- disregarding the fact that like three seconds earlier, the only reason they stopped at their table is because Turtle did some bullshit like move and fake dropped his keys forcing them oh, to stop and I pick it up. I forgot about that. Oh my yeah. God. So oh. they, were, they were like minding their business. So not only does he like accost them with some really like lame, uh, lame like little trick to drop his keys and have them stop to pick it up, but then after he does that, he goes on to insult their looks. <sighs> what a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, be- be- before we start like uh, skewering uh, them too much, do you want to kind of like just set up the episode like like this world? Well, should we set up the characters like the, the world building that's going on here? We we could just set up the world building or the context of the episode uh, for, yeah. for those unfamiliar. But you know, uh, you know, we don't have to get into the characters yet. We could just at least. I think basically this whole show episode is just introducing the characters and getting used to what's going on. I think we should just introduce the characters first, and then we can move through the plot. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Because it's I gotta say the show does a very good job is letting you into the characters' headspace. I agree. Like you're just right there, and you feel like, oh, okay, I'm part of the family. Yeah. You just enjoy yourself. And 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 you know. Um, for all the shortcomings that Turtle has morally as a character, the choice to go to, to open on this kind of like schlubby outsider, borderline everyman but awful sort of character, and have him have the camera follow him into this you know sort of nice brunch spot in in in. It feels like he's invading our world and we're scared for our lives. He's invading our world and scared for our <laughs> lives, but it's also. Uh, like the uh, a surrogate for the audience being the et- entry point into this upper echelon of Hollywood. Uh, I want to talk about Vince's character for a second. Go ahead. Because I did write one note in Vince for this whole episode. Yes. What is Vince? What is Vince? I don't understand his character at all in this episode. Even more so throughout the whole series. He is no character. It's almost like Vince more and more even as the show goes on is like a MacGuffin for the existence of the show itself because I wouldn't call it a MacGuffin it's basically uh, he is such a blank slate that anyone literally anyone could live through his eyes he, yeah but but the whole you know the whole concept behind the show is that these you know these guys from New York are these in LA these fucking losers yeah these, these, these guys these average Joes from New York are uh, in LA because their buddy Vince is uh, you know a, an actor, and he's kind of. We kind of come into this world when he's on the day of his premiere of the film called Head On, um, which I guess is some sort of like shitty thriller that's that's getting getting him some some good attention and kind of propelling him. Uh, Didn't they make a product called Head On, where they had that annoying commercial like Head On directly to head, Head On pressed directly to head? That commercial. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. It was really obnoxious and it was really like like. Just in your face the whole time. Yeah. And it's really weird because, I mean, it's takes place years after this movie happened. So where did this commercial come from? 
I don't know. Maybe they took they were prepared. They're avid entourage watchers. Maybe. Um, but yeah, got Vince's face for the product. I what was it? A dandruff product? No, I don't know. I think it was like a forehead, like for headaches, maybe. Oh, oh yeah, I think you're right. It was like a topical headache ointment. Stupid. I don't know how that works. Well, I'm very sure it's bullshit. Um. So yeah, what is Vince? Um, it's hard to describe. He is blank slate. But I guess he's kind to his friends, but he's also so easygoing that he just lets everything pass him by. Yeah, he doesn't really give a shit about his success or his script choices. He kind of defers it all to his manager. Which is still kind of shitty. Yeah. Because Eric is not a manager in the beginning. He is just Eric. So he's basically making like, hey, you do my career for me. I'll get the ladies. I'll get the money. You do it. Yeah. He um. Th- th- there's a moment where he kind of like... He's supposed to meet with this French film director, but he, he doesn't read his script beforehand or something, and he kind of bull- bullshits his way through the interview, uh, which which occurs off screen. We don't actually see that, but we do know that he did. I like how they describe the director as a frog. Yeah. So I guess this was, this was only a few years after uh, the Iraq invasion. Yeah. And so we still hated the French, Freedom Fries. <laughs> so uh, the whole world of Entourage just took place and hates the French. Yeah. It's very hateful to this director, who seems like a nice guy. He's like, hey, I love him. Let's get him in my movie. Yeah, it, it might be worth, um, in addition to paying attention to this uh, series' uh, treatment of women, um, paying attention to how it kind of engages. The sociological or, indications? Tr- yeah, treats other cultures. Yeah. And There's a great scene in it halfway through. I really want to get into this because this is my favorite part of the episode. All right. Because it's something you wouldn't really notice watching it for the first time. Do you want to just finish uh, rounding out the characters and then we'll jump into the plot? Yeah, let's do that. All right, so we we talked about Vince and we said that, you know, he's kind of this lazy, um, you know, I guess kind, but lazy and and who gives a fuck about his celebrity. And um, which, I don't know, might be interpreted as down to earth, but it kind of comes across as ungracious. And then his manager slash best friend, I'll let you introduce him. E. E. Not ecstasy, Eric. Yeah. Uh, he is sort of the nice guy of the group, but he's a nice guy in an insidious way that the show really never talks about. It's basically all under the bridge. He's kind of a nice guy, but he's like super shitty to everyone. And he's like, I'm an asshole. I'm Eric. But I'm super nice, too. <laughs> Where? Uh, when is he an asshole? Oh, in the pilot, he kind of fucks over Turtle for no reason, right? Uh, I think he was just fucking Turtle. It was pretty funny. Oh. And let's face it, Turtle had that shit coming to him a long yeah. time ago. I guess that was moral uh, moral comeuppance for him. That was, I stood up my, from my couch and cheered like, yeah, with thank the, you. Yeah, with the dog thing? Were they? No, where he's going to get the Boise headphones. Oh, and the I Love Cock sticker or whatever. Oh, I didn't even remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, he it, shoot it him out like... about the Boise, the Boise headsets, the Bose headsets, and then, um, and then when he's driving away... You're like, oh, what a douchebag Eric is. And then as Turtle's driving away, he's like, hey, 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 guys, look, it, this is, this, uh, I'm just kidding. Look, look at this. And as he pulls away in the Hummer, the back of the Hummer has a, has a sticker that says, I love cock on it. <laughs> it's because he's gay, I guess. Yeah, right. It's hilarious. Cause... The vaguely homophobic jokes, are they vaguely, though? It's basically, yeah, it's, they never out come and say it, but it, it was almost text. Yeah, it's, um. I want to say if this show came out now, they'd probably get a lot of shit from standards and practices. Oh, my God, yeah. Homophobia and, and misogyny. 
Uh, HBO probably let it slide because they, you know, they're usually open to whatever people want to do. Yeah. But I mean, holy shit! If this came out in today's age, yeah, people would be writing think pieces about this. Right. Like slate would be all over this shit. And I don't know what would be worse at the point: the joke or the think pieces. Yeah. Probably the joke still. Yeah. Uh, so, but he's, he's just kind of shitty. He's shitty. Yeah, he's kind of bland, and he's kind he's of the I wet guess. blanket of the show. He's the wet blanket. I guess he's kind of an everyman too. Like there's all everyman with like little quirks, and he's kind of like the blandest of them. So I guess he's the most everyman of them. I don't know. He's competing with Vince for the blandest character. Yeah. At least Eric has more personality than Vince. He at least shows anger. Yeah. Um. I mean, Vince. Vince is bland, but I guess in the world of the show, he's like devastatingly handsome. Even though he kind of just looks like a, a waiter. He looks like Adrian Greener. A waiter at a Greek restaurant or something. <laughs> um, so, and then there's... You really shouldn't uh, be insulting the appearances of these characters. I am not an incredibly attractive man like Eric or Vince. Yeah. I'm all right looking. Yeah, same. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're, we're not gods like them. No. We're still going to take them down off their pedestal. Yeah. But we, we love you, Vince. We love you. You come on the show when you want. We need uh, we need, we need need seats next to you guys because yeah. we're... Come on. We this sit next to you, holding hands, watching the show together. It's going to be very romantic. We might be uh, occasionally critical, but it's ultimately coming from a loving place. I mean, we watched this whole thing at least once. And, well, I, I almost watched the whole you're, thing You once. almost got there, and I'm going to be going through it for the second time. So uh, it's coming from a loving place. I just want to say for the Entourage Shower, I was laughing very hard when the character names started appearing on the screen. It's so because it's like three fake names that pop up, basically. It when? So much. Well, it's no. They have Vince's name show up. Then it has all their nicknames show up. So it's the most ridiculous names, like you know, E in the credits. Uh, for the trailer, yeah, they had like all the character names show up. Oh, in the film trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I was laughing and laughing. <laughs> Cause it's so fucking silly. See a grown man and is, is he forty now? Who? Turtle. Um. Our drama. They're like forties. Oh, drama's definitely in his 40s. Turtle 50s. might be in his 30s. What's getting to drama's character? Drama is old. That's his character. Drama is um, is Vince's stepbrother, right? I think they're brothers, aren't they? Or they're half-brothers? Or are they straight-up brothers? Half, they're either straight-brothers or half-brothers. They're definitely not adopted brothers. They're half-brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Johnny Drama is kind of like a... Oh, like Has-been actor. A, a washed-up actor who's kind he's of he's been like, on like a star trek s show yeah he's kind of which like, i completely forgot about until i started watching it's so like oh yeah he was on that show yeah they really dropped that after like the third season fourth season yeah and played by uh kevin dillon right yeah kevin dillon brother of matt dillon so i guess he's kind of um playing himself in a way yeah he's, he's maybe lampooning himself a little bit kind of being the older brother to a younger uh more popular uh actor in hollywood and he's kind of yeah, writing it's pretty funny that we could call matt dillon a popular star at some point yeah well he had his moments and um you know he was armored great movie he was watch ex- it now he was excellent in uh in crash the, uh, great movie he was, eh. uh he was great in there uh, there's something about mary i really liked him as a bukowski in fact totem so um you know he's he's i, I like matt dillon no uh no no hate for him um maybe we'll see matt dillon the premiere of the movie maybe Maybe he'll be with his baby bro. I yeah, mean, yeah. his older bro. Who's the baby bro? Matt, Wait, right? in real life, Matt Dillon is baby bro. Oh, my God. God. I, Do you I, think I, he, like, 
he had like little tears in his eyes when he was saying that in the show. He sees Matt when he's looking at Vince. Maybe. Maybe. Remember later to the show first uncover. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, dramas. It's old. Who cares? How, yeah, we, we talk about turtle. Turtle's just garbage. <laughs> turtle. I guess turtle and drama are like almost like a package deal because as as we kind yeah. of move through this, we're gonna see that a lot of their sort of B and C storylines often intersect and kind of dovetail, and um, they kind of get into hijinks together a lot. Yeah, the sun. I keep thinking about the Sundance storyline the most when I think about them together. No spoilers. Oh wait, no spoilers. But they go um, to Sundance. But um, and then they fuck like crazy. They fuck like racehorses. <laughs> Uh, they fuck each other. Yeah, the rest of the show is them getting married to each other. It's just that would like, be so much a better show if they got married to each other eventually. They just had uh, Pe- Pedro Alm- Almodovar uh, <sighs> come in and, and take I, over show. Think how much much better the show would be if that actually happened. There would be so much less horrible turtle storylines we have to deal with. Yeah, no Johnny Bananas. Oh my oh, god! god. <laughs> there is so much we have to get to the show. Yeah. Really All right, is. let's get to the plot. We talked about some of it already, but yeah. Uh, Do you want to bring up Ari before we just jump in? I don't know. So, yeah, let's get to Ari. Ari, I mean, Ari's probably, the best character of the show. Ari's the best character of the show, um, and not only that, it's probably the most seasoned actor uh, or recognizable actor. When oh, well, I don't know, Adrian Greening, Adrian Greener, is Grenier. pretty talented himself. Grenier, Greener, yeah. Um. Uh. So Jeremy Piven, kind of. Um, Probably the reason, uh, especially when it got, um, ugh, you know, when when it was clear that I was kind of just going through the motions with the show later on, Jeremy Piven's performance uh, kind of stays. He has stays my pretty good. He's my favorite joke and my favorite performance in this episode. I'll get to the favorite part when we get to the story. Yeah. So so Jeremy Piven plays Ari, the shrewd, great hair plugs, foul mouthed, hair plugged uh, uh, agent of Vince, and um, yeah, he's kind of like a Hollywood. Uh, veteran, he's been doing it for a while. He's very shrewd. He's kind of an asshole, but we kind of love him because he is an asshole. But he's funny to other assholes, and um, yeah, that's that's Ari, and he kind of delivers, you know, great one-liners and um, takedowns of people, sometimes of characters we like, um, and then you know, that's oh. that's about it. Uh, how many characters would you say you liked on the show? What I that I liked? Yeah, I I would have it. It's probably like five tops. Uh, five characters of the show um i like tops i don't know i mean because almost none of the gang is on my list none of the gang i like ari well not ari's on my list but i mean in turtle five, of course yeah no um i know the name of the show is talking about turtle but most is just going to be shitting on turtle <laughs> not jerry ferrara the venerable jerry ferrara no jerry ferrara jerry ferrara does a pretty good job as turtle he does a fantastic job yeah. especially for a guy who was kind of picked up without um you know, much acting experience. Yeah. Um, I will say this. He does a very good job delivering his terrible lines. Yes. He, make, he makes you feel like he's a monster. He makes you feel like he's a misogynistic monster. Yeah. Um, you know, and and is basically the the representative id of uh, date rapist frat boys everywhere. Yeah. So into lighter matters. <laughs> Let's get into the plot of Entrash. All right. Go on. Uh, well, we're in the restaurant... Turtle brings his uh, poster of the thing to get Vince to sign it for some reason. What was the reason? I totally forgot. Uh, because their shoe connection uh, didn't, you know, because they wanted to sign uh, 
the girl who gives them their shoe hookup or sneaker hookup wanted a poster signed from Vince, and so he did that to. Yeah, that's not even a plot point. That's just like a car- like a little detail in the beginning. Uh, how much obsessed Charles with his shoes, which becomes a very important later on in the show. Yeah. Surprisingly enough, it becomes very important. Um, and it has a whole plot devoted to it. Yeah, what would you say is the A plot to this episode? I am guess just Vince with his script, because that's yeah, pretty much it. I it's guess... the only thing that goes from A to B, basically. Yeah, Um. I mean, Vince... That's the thing uh, about Entourage. It is... Easy come, easy go when it comes to plots. It's which fair. is both a good thing and a bad thing for this podcast. It's good because it's very easy to watch, yes. very breezy. Bad because it's hard to describe something that's so easy come, easy go. Yeah, it's like the uh, the A plot, the main conflict, I guess there's maybe two sides to it. The main conflict is um, Vince won't read the script to Matterhorn, which is uh, what What is um, the B plot? I guess the dog is a C plot, right? Well, the B plot I want to say is Ar- uh, Ari's sort of tension with Eric. Yeah, but that also falls into the A plot. That too. is part of the A plot, yeah. Which I actually think that was well. That was actually that's really a good done. scene. It's a really uh, good scene. I just got one big problem with it because I don't remember uh, this. I did not realize that early on in the show Ari was a cheater. Yeah. Um. Also, I- surprisingly enough. He mentions a sports model that I've never heard of before and have never heard of since. And that really speaks to how disposable women are on the show. Where you cannot recall who the Sports Illustrated Model of the Year was. The name drop. Yeah. And it's like, this supposed to be this big thing like, oh man, I got the little ba. And it's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I That that strikes me rewatching it because like some of the later story arcs kind of run counter to that sort of claim. So I don't know if it's just, uh, incongruous writing or if he's trying to uh, act like the big dog. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. Um, and, and maybe as we watch more, we'll kind of see otherwise, but, um, I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt. It's Ari talking out of his ass and being like a, a shit. I feel like it's just a pilot episode where they didn't know where to take the character. That's the other. Because we don't see Ari's wife at all in this. Right. They're, they're, these pilots are written and filmed in a vacuum almost. Because we so. might, because I think we, they might not think like, oh, we're never gonna see his wife anyway. So who cares? Right. Yeah. That's another possibility yeah. too. Because it's very strange to see Ari talking his wife, and you watch the show, and you're like, oh, that would never happen. Yeah. As, uh, especially given later developments and later sort of uh, angles of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a really good scene. Uh, uh, that aside, that's there, there's the, for the first time in the show, and, and one of the best examples of it throughout the whole show. Um, it's this like really, really believable tension and and menace almost between Ari and 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 E. It feels like real characters talking to each other. Yeah, and, like and people who have a history of each other, which is very hard to do in a pilot of a show. Yeah, they have a history, but it, it's like this established resentment that you know E has. Um, maybe towards Ari as being like the new guy. Or and he calls him a pizza boy, which is a pretty fucking good insult. He calls him pizza, pizza boy. boy. Um, There's one thing I have to say with this scene. It's fucking disgusting. Because the whole scene, Aaron was talking with their mouths while they're eating. Yeah. Which is very realistic, but it's just like this whole... Yeah, slurping and oh, chewing on God. sushi rolls. and oh. It did um, make me very hungry, though. Yeah, great scene, though. I, it really held up. I was impressed by how well that scene held up. Easily the best scene of the episode. Yes. Uh, what was the B plot then? 
what was know. what was turtle up to this episode uh, <laughs> should we get to right. our segment talking about turtle talking about turtle uh, like yeah. what, no what's turtle up to turtle uh in this episode he um there's oh. this horrible scene in the pool yeah, they have, they have a pool. They have a party after the premiere. Oh, yeah, there's a pool party, and I had to get to what was design like what was around the pool. They had a rope climb. There was some weird red dummy in the background. Was that a dummy or a guy? I thought it was. Like it was a dummy. Guy. It had it had it because he's looking at the wall. He's kind of weirdly. It has to be a red dummy, like cased in like something. I saw that too, and I I thought it was a like a Mexican guy like watching them. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I I actually wrote this in my notes. I'm like, is that a Mexican guy watching? This? <laughs> no. Why, why would they, they hire I don't know. some? I, it makes it defies it defies explanation. <laughs> so they hire some Mexican guy. Why is it to be Mexican? He didn't have. You can't even see his face. I don't know. He looked like olive skinned. Maybe <laughs> maybe Greek. He was completely covered in red. No, maybe we're like we're maybe we're thinking about a different shot then. There's no, because there's a shot of the pool, and then there's a, in the background, right, the red thing. Yeah, like that's the, the right of the screen in the background of that master shot when they're in the pool. <laughs> master um, shots. <laughs> I, I just find I, it really funny to call it master shot. I thought, um, I thought I saw a guy with dark hair and olive skin in a maroon shirt looking at them. Okay, no, I saw something else. I was, there's like a dummy in the background, like a red dummy. Yeah. And you see it, it's after the master shot, I think, and you see it where uh, Eric falls from the rope climb, and just this really bright red dummy in the background, and I'm like, what are they using that for? At the pool, no less. If anyone has uh, seen or rewatches the pilot episode of Entourage, uh, and you get to Screen the- cap that and get back to us. Screen cap, uh, if you have any answers on this dummy or this Mexican guy lingering at the pool party- when email us at thinwhitedudes at gmail.com. Yeah, we need answers. And we need your help. Um, so yeah, the pool party. What did you want to say about that? Uh, well, everyone's going to bed with each other. Eric goes and fucks that girl who looks like his ex-girlfriend. Yes. Who everyone kindly calls a bitch. Because, yeah. you know, they're all bros. Yeah. Fuck women. Yeah. Fuck women. They have a rule there. Uh, no commitments, no girlfriends. That's Turtle's line. That very creepy line. Yeah. It's like, you'll never get away. You'll be our friend forever. <laughs> and they all give him shit for living in the guest house instead of sleeping in the same house together. Like, Having grown-ass to- men do usually. Having having like sleepover time <laughs> and smelling each other's farts every day. <laughs> and he, the he, he's, the, he's the gay guy for living in the guest house by himself. <laughs> yeah. Fucking gay guy going to fucking fuck girls in his own house. Come on, come on, have a pillow fort. But then Turtle uh, drama is hitting it off with some girl. Yeah, he's being smooth. He's not being like a weirdo like Turtle is. Where Turtle yeah. goes. Look around. All your friends are with everyone else. You're alone. Why don't you fuck me? I'll show you where Vince eats breakfast. And then later he goes, I showed her where your jeans are. She found it really funny and cute. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weirdo. Yeah. So he, that's, um, that's kind of like an ongoing joke is that turtle and drama to some degree, um, get Vince's, what, what's the word they use for? Overflow? Spillover? Probably overflow or spillover. Or leftovers, I like to call it. Leftovers. Um, but yeah, um, oh, fallout. 
Uh, Jama oh. says that when when he's kind of like, yeah, when I was kind of making it big in Hollywood, you guys used to hang around and fuck all my fallout. Um, you know, great term, great term. You know, women are just disposable fallout. That's it. And thank now, you, Entourage. You thanks. bastion of feminism. Bastion of moral, uh, moral platitude. Platitude, moral high ground. Yeah, there we go. Um, so yeah, there's this pool party and turtles, a uh, weird, rapey, yeah, creepy prick. fuck. Uh, f- then not much happened this episode. It was a nice watch. Um, what else, uh, turtle? Think- what else is turtle up to? He, um, aside <laughs> from that, he, uh, well, do we get to the dog thing yet, or does he do anything? I think that's after the pool party. That's after the pool party. Um. I can't recall anything else. There really wasn't that much happening. No, I'm looking at my notes right now. It it sets the table. It sets the characters up pretty well. You know, um, I just want to say this line because I wrote it down because Merritt being horrible. We talk about how shitty they are to the French director. Drama goes fucking French. Don't have sense to anything they say. (laughs) What a piece of shit. (laughs) Oh, there's also a moment in the show. Where Turtle gets a call from someone and he goes, Boop! Barks like a dog. Like <laughs> I a fucking. That. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I miss that. Let's I, don't know, see. I, think, I think that's pretty much it until the end. Yeah, I guess that's it until the end with the. We pretty much did the most notable scenes the pool party, because it's cool watching a pool party. You have to admit. Pool parties yeah. are pretty cool. Yeah. And um, there's the. There's, there is uh, a cliffhanger that's pretty good, but I don't know. Do we want to get to that yet? No, let's get to celebrity cameos. Celebrity cameos, okay. Yeah. The um, first celebrity cameo in Entourage history. Yeah. Take a guess, know. audience. Who could it be? Who would be so famous to appear on the first episode of Entourage that would last forever? In a show, mind you, that became so known for its cameos. By the end, the show was so successful and that the show, the show's budget was so high that they were pulling... A-list cameos almost every episode. They pulled the greatest cameo of all. Ollie Larder. Ollie Larder. You might remember her from the show Heroes. Heroes and Final Destination. Great shows. And, and, um, and she was also uh, she also had a cameo on Entourage. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, so she's buffing up her IMDb right now. What has she been up to for the past 10 years? I honestly don't know. Um... I want to say I saw her in something kind of recently, but I, I can't remember what. Um, and also, uh, the other cameo was Mark Wahlberg, obviously. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. um, who the show is allegedly based on, or the pilot's based on. Well, in the trailer for the Entourage movie, there's they introduce the real-life turtle, I believe, of uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. And oh. It's horrible, as you imagine. He looks like even worse in Turtle, which is very surprising to me. He's he couldn't get cast in his own show. I believe he auditioned for it. It's like, come on, I'm Turtle. It's about me. <laughs> like he had a George Costanza crisis. Yeah. So there's that uh, Wahlberg cameo, and um, that's pretty much it, wasn't it? I can't remember anyone else. I think that is it. I wrote it down. Yeah. And that's... then uh, they have a dog. The dog's mean. Who cares? Yeah, they get a dog for security purposes, and they, they're like, "Oh, we need to test the dog. Who's gonna do it, Turtle?" And 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 they make Turtle wear like hockey equipment, and he gets mauled by the dog. <laughs> the dog rips his throat out. Yeah. And the show takes a dark tone as it becomes hiding turtles from murder. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. They can't have the heat on them for that. That would have been a good arc. <laughs> oh, my God. The show would be so much better. And they have to replace Turtle. Well, oh, my God. They have to get, like, a sack of garbage and mold it to Turtle's image. So the <laughs> Turtle's missing. <laughs> and um, they just have, like, a voice box of Turtle's catchphrase. like, hey, bitch, where you at? <laughs> Come fuck me. <laughs> hey, your friends are gonna fuck me. Your friends are getting fucked, so why don't you come over here and get fucked by me? <laughs> I'm so alone. <laughs> they have to teach this this uh, sentient pile of garbage language in a, Jer- in a Jersey, New York accent. <laughs> and teach it to be sexist. And then it eventually washes his turn off. <laughs> These are porn. <laughs> oh, he had another great line at the premiere where, um, you know, right after. Oh, right look after, at the look at the tits from the girl from Extras. Check out the tits on the girl from Extra. That's <laughs> the first. Like it's it's, uh, it's the first thing the garbage turtle would say. It's like, <laughs> like his first line, I think, is "You're not hot enough." Basically, his second line of note is "She's a bitch," and his third line is "Check out the tits on the girl from Extra." <laughs> I really want the original thesis. Maybe we'll get the origin story in the movie. Maybe what? Maybe we'll get the origin story in the movie. Hopefully, oh. we'll get we'll get some information uh, behind that. What a laugh! What a laugh! Uh, that's what all that and more on the Entourage podcast. That's it. Um. Oh, that's about. Fuck. That's the um, pilot in a nutshell, and then we kind of, I guess the uh, if if we're talking about the a plot being Vince's unwillingness to read the Matterhorn script, um, instead of Vince growing as a character, he goes, "Hey, why don't you do your my work for me?" E. Yeah, but that's then we actually see Vince um, reading the script while the guys are hitting golf balls into the neighbor's houses and uh, is vince illiterate because he acts like he can't understand a word the script is saying to him he's like i don't get it and then um meanwhile this script has been billed at uh die hard at disneyland by ari <laughs> i don't get it it's too artsy for me it's too artsy fartsy <laughs> so he doesn't he goes, get this he goes <laughs> to the trash he goes to the garbage <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Worm's language. It just takes in different scripts that Vince throws out. That's how it learns language. Yeah. That's how it acquires language. <laughs> um, yeah, so he, he finally reads it and doesn't like it, right? And um, yeah. and they pass on it. Yeah, he says too artsy-fartsy. It's it too artsy. Die Hard at Disneyland is too artsy-fartsy for him. And um, he eventually passes on it. And right. oh, and then he gets a great call from Ari. Yeah, great, it, great, great cliffhanger. Great insult from Ari. Yeah. Is that how they drive it? Tiananmen Square, bitch. Oh yeah, he says. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to get into our insult of the week? Yeah, that was my favorite insult of the week, easily. Insult of the week. Uh, I'll give a runner-up, but what's uh, explain the context and explain the and and deliver the insult. Well, Ari is driving in traffic, talking to E on the phone, being very angry. About this deal being passed up. And then we hear off camera uh, from Ari. We are in East Face. You just hear, is that how they drive in Tiananmen Square, bitch? Yeah, great line. Yeah, great line. Very funny. Very racist. Very funny. 
very racist. Uh, one of the first of many offensive, uh, but lovable one-liners from Ari. Yeah, it's very and offensive, then, but it's very funny too. And um, you know, just in the in the interest of variety, uh, I pulled up a um, sort of runner-up or honorable mention insult uh, for this episode, where. Drama and I believe Turtle. Uh, Drama's talking about something from earlier in his acting career, and he's like, "Yeah, I did a four. I did a four episode arc on Blue." And Turtle goes, "When were you on NYPD Blue?" And uh, Drama goes, "Pacific Blue, cock breath." <laughs> cock breath. Yeah, because they have to talk about dicks and balls. Well, there's there. a great, it's a great terrible joke where he's like just sort of napping on the couch and he has Sports Center on, and there's uh, Drama <laughs> yeah. and Turtle come along like. A couple of slumbering idiots and go, Hey, was this guy jerking into the sports center over here? Was he jerking into the lady golfers? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Well, he says reluctantly, yeah, yeah, I'm jerking it to sports center. And then Terry Dominic goes, Yeah, jerking into the lady golfers. <laughs> <laughs> He's so happy. Like, he has like, a big smile on his face. <laughs> and there's this great little banter between uh, Vince and E near the end. Where uh, Vince and Eric are just talking, and Vince goes, hey, you know, we're going to be going to this party, but don't let them get into my airspace. And he makes like a little circle with his hands around him, and then he just kind of looks at him like very weird, like, your airspace. And then that's the end of the scene. And it ends. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of a pretty good... It's a very good joke. And just I, ends. Those, I don't, that was either really uh, uh, good timing uh, by Kevin... Uh, what the hell is his name? The Gato Plays E? We'll have to get back to you. Kevin Federline. No. K-Fed. I don't think it's that. K-Fed. Um, yeah. I don't know if it was just really good time. I wonder how many jokes they had to write out of the Entourage Season 1 about K-Fed. Because that was around that time, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, probably. I wonder how many more uh, K-Fed jokes we'll see. There was, a, there was a K-Fed joke in the Californication pilot, um, which was around the same time as this. So, yeah. Um, but that was, good. That, that was a good little uh, cutaway. I guess, or, or good season, uh, scene ender. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm trying to look through my notes. I think that's pretty much it. That's it, and then there's the cliffhanger. Yeah, and then yeah, which basically is oh, the, pilot, the deal dropped out. Matt Damon got it, right? Or who uh, was Colin, it? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell still around. Good name drop, Entourage. Yeah, Colin Farrell uh, took Matterhorn, which is a script that Vince was dilly dallying over the whole pilot. And um, a, a good a good bit of physical acting by Jeremy Piven. He kind of, I don't know. Do you want to kind of uh, reenact what he does? Oh yeah, when he's on the phone, and he does he does these all this time, but he always does these great fake throws where he wants to throw something because he's so angry. He yeah. like bites his lip. He throws his arm in front of him about his throat, but he holds it back just a little bit before he actually goes through the motion. Yes, and it's just this great like restrained anger. But he's near the boiling point where he just wants to explode. It's fantastic but he, acting. But he can't because he's driving his car. Yeah. Um, and he, and he kind of goes, uh, you know, Colin, Colin Farrell took Matterhorn and he hangs up. You fuck! And he just goes, fuck you! <laughs> and it's and it's a really good, it's a pretty good ending yeah. to, uh, you know. The pilot. Yeah, to the pilot. And it kind of leaves on a nice little and interesting down Next note. episode, I believe, uh, begins with Harvey driving up to the Entourage household and killing uh, E. Killing E. Yeah. And then, then they have Burying to the body. Yeah. <laughs> and the sentient turtle with his chair chest. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Sentient turtle monster. I really want that to happen. Yeah. Maybe maybe if we get invited to the premiere, we, we could talk to Doug Ellis. We talked about sequel. Yeah, we could talk to Doug Have we ever gotten to the origin story of Turtle yet? <laughs> <laughs> I guess I think the audience is one to see. Okay. So we talked about the pod, but I really want to get into this slight little thing that happens halfway through the episode. Okay. Uh, it's where Vince is walking from the guest house over to the entourage house. What what, yes. what do they call the main house in the show? The the main house, I guess. Yeah, who cares? Uh, there's the, tur- there's the turtle den. The, tur- <laughs> the, tur- the turtle shell. The turtle lair. The turtle lair. Uh, there's so- the gardeners. Uh, gardeners are guarding around. E finds the soccer ball, saying hello, good morning to them, and then he just kicks the soccer ball nonchalantly and hits one of the gardeners straight in the back. Yes. And he goes, "Oops, sorry." And the guard's uh, like, oh, no, no, okay. Yeah, it's okay, I'm just... But there's so many sociological implications here, it's ridiculous. Yeah, um, it's problematic. But he knew the guy's first name. But then it's also like, they can do it because, oh, you know, we're friends with them. We can yeah. do it. We know their names, so we can treat them like yeah. garbage. It's still like, again, they're all... Because we look at the scene, too. They're all kneeling down, no one's eye level with him. No one's looking. Subservient position. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's very funny how yeah. unintentionally shitty this was. Yeah. So, um, entourage's engagement with other cultures. We have a French guy who's depicted as a frog, and we have um, you know some groundskeepers and landscapers who are Mexican and. Oh, it's well, okay. can we just say we don't know if they're Mexican? You it, racist. Yeah, they are. <laughs> it's okay to hit them with soccer balls. You could, they're his, Let's just say Hispanic. It's a very general term because God only knows where they came from. All right. You don't know where those people came from. They're, they're Mexican. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the first episode on Trash. I think we cleared it, covered that pretty well. I think so. I'm looking forward to this. Very breezy watch. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, we, we kind of lay into it. Uh, we should also say that we also do another podcast together. Yes. And we watched uh, Tommy Wiseau's and Neighbors. Yes. And that was... Incredibly difficult to watch, and watching Entourage was a nice little come down compared to that. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, after watching four episodes of Neighbors, um, Entourage was like, in the words of Vic Mackey, sweet butter. <laughs> um, oh, so yeah, that's our first episode. That's it. Hi. Take care. So long. Yeah.